Do miracles happen today? Well, in this episode of Hardcore Christianity, that is what Andy and I will try to answer. We'll explore statistics highlighting how many Americans believe in miracles. We'll examine evidence of whether miracles take place today or not. And we'll explore what the Bible has to say about miracles now and then. If you've ever had the question whether miracles exist today, you want to stick around for this episode of Hardcore Christianity. Well, Andy, welcome back for this episode. I'm glad to join you again and talk about another topic. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. So we're going to be talking today about do miracles happen today? But before we talk about whether miracles happen today, it might make sense to define what we're talking about when we say miracles. What would you say that your uh, definition of miracle might be? Well, I think of miracle, I just think of something unexpected and unexplainable. Okay. Uh, I did look up Webster's definition, and Webster defines it as an extraordinary event manifesting divine intervention in human affairs, an extremely outstanding or unusual event, thing, or accomplishment. Uh, I also looked up the, the Hebrew word, and it's malfeth, uh, which means wonder, sign, miracle, portent. Uh, basically, it's a special dis display of God's power, mm -hmm. which I would agree with. And I like that. I mean, I think that we need to clarify and say, you had mentioned it in your definition where it says divine intervention. We're talking about here where God actually intervenes, where there's an absolute intervention of God, not just answered prayer. Because we could pray that we get the job tomorrow. We can pray that we uh, reach our destination okay. And those are great things to pray for, but those aren't miracles if they come true. Miracles are things where God changes the natural events, that, that changes the natural, um, uh, uh, the way that things will actually happen. And he intervenes and does something that is unnatural, supernatural mm -hmm. on our behalf. And that is what I think about when I think about miracles. So it's, not, it's, it's definitely a supernatural intervention of the Lord. So, Absolutely. Okay. All right. So having that in mind, that it is God's supernatural intervention when we're talking about whether miracles happen today, um, why are we even asking this question? Why would we even consider why uh, miracles happen, to, if miracles happen today? I think it's twofold. I think that you read in the Bible all of these miraculous things. Uh, Old Testament where, where God directly intervenes in the New Testament where it's primarily done through Jesus and the apostles. Uh, you, you look at these things and you're like, why don't these things happen today? Why don't you see God intervening like this? And then the, the other side of it is we're a very skeptical culture. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, we are getting to the point where we're worshiping our science. And what we have to remember as Christians is that God created science mm -hmm. and that science will continue to point to a creator that is smarter than it is. Mm -hmm. I like what you said. I, the thing is, is that it is true that in Bible times, when we read in the Bible, it seems like miracles will happen in every day. Yeah. Every other day you, you see something happening, some miraculous thing where Jesus heals someone or multiplies fish or uh, raises someone from the dead. Even the disciples did miracles where mm -hmm. the shadow would fall upon someone and something would happen. And uh, everyone was, was doing miracles in the Bible and it's highlighted a lot. And in our day to day, we don't necessarily see, even with our media, you would think, Mm -hmm. That if uh, a miracle happened, that it would be, you know, just just worldwide news. Uh, but for some reason, when miracles do happen, and I believe that they do, mm -hmm. that they're yep. not broadcasts all over the world. 
And also times um, people might say, well, was that really a miracle or mm-hmm. that was going to happen anyway? Yep. And that's one of the, the big things. And, and uh, as I was looking at some statistics, I was looking at uh, CBS's news poll, which says that 78% of Americans believe in miracles and 19% do not, which is you know, not bad. Mm-hmm. And despite the widespread acceptance of miracles, the public thinks that authentic miracles are few and far between. So not all events proclaimed to be miracles are miracles. And in fact, many Americans express skepticism about most so-called miracles. And some of the statistics that I did see is that uh, um, about 48% say that the miracles that people say are miracles are explainable. Uh, 36% say, okay, they are real miracles. And then there's 17% who say, well, I don't know. Either mm-hmm. way. So I think that, uh, you know, doing this show, I want to be real. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to try and make something that isn't seem like it is just because that's what, you know, we as Christians want to happen. Mm-hmm. So I do understand where secular society is coming from. And even maybe some believers where I've heard uh, some believers, pastors are saying, you know, miracles don't happen today. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really good that we're talking about this because I believe there's a lot of people out there that really truly believe that miracles don't happen today. And I think that maybe we should talk about what we believe. Andy, so what, what are your thoughts on miracles? Well, um, I believe that they happen today. I am confident that I've seen them. Uh, I believe that one thing that people need to understand is uh, in the Bible, you know, I was just reading today in Matthew, I believe it was chapter 12, where Jesus was, um, it was the Sabbath, and the, the, the Pharisees were like, you can't work on the Sabbath. And towards the end of that conversation, that interaction, they want a sign from Jesus to prove that he is God, mm-hmm. that he is the Christ. And he quotes, or he talks about Jonah, that the only uh, sign that you will see is the sign of Jonah, uh, referencing three days mm-hmm. before the resurrection. And what more miracle do they need to prove that um, he is the Christ than that? I think that when it comes to today, people don't know that, they don't realize that the, that the Lord knows where they're at and that he is still involved if you look at our history, the Lord is outside of that. He is at the beginning, at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't, he's not, we're not deists. We don't believe in a, a God who can intervene, but that basically that we're just on some wild trajectory and that he just kind of does what he wants when he wants. No, we have a God who is very methodical, who created all things, and he knows how history is going to go, and he chooses to act supernaturally, I would say, outside of the realm of any explanation. Who created physics? He created physics. So as a Christian, a Bible-believing Christian, it, is, it would be harder to not believe that miracles are possible than it is to believe miracles mm-hmm. are possible. The, the change in my heart is uh, sheer proof of miracles. I used to be a uh, white supremacist, just hated everyone, I, you know, neo-Nazis just horrible human beings and I hated everyone and the Lord through his word the spirit softened my heart to the point to today where I just see the depravity of that and I mourn for the people that walk around for that Mm -hmm. you know my wife uh, a big part of our faith walk was after the birth of our third daughter she had what was called a a non-compaction cardiomyopathy well we didn't know that so five days after my my wife had our third daughter she couldn't breathe, so we took her in 
to the hospital and she was in congestive heart failure. She was just hours away from going into cardiac arrest. And over the course of that year in the ward working, we saw countless times his hand intervene. One time I remember we were at U of M. Um, this type of cardiomyopathy is very seldom diagnosed before death. So they don't have a lot of data on it. They don't know how to treat it. And we had had some incorrect uh, placement of some leads that took us to U of M. So they had done a long procedure, it's called an ablation. So they go in through the groin and they try to burn parts of the heart to keep it from beating, extra beats. The bad part about that is you have to be on your back for four hours still after the surgery and it's an eight hour surgery, mm -hmm. so that's 12 hours. And she was just hurting. And we had a nurse who was having a bad day. you know. And I was still very raw and very short in patience and my wife is sitting here just screaming. And this nurse was basically just not being very empathetic. And she left and I prayed a prayer. I was like, God, you tell us that we are with you. You are with us and I don't feel you. We feel alone right now and we need you. And David, I'll tell you at that moment, the, the room filled with a presence, a peaceful, warm presence. Karina immediately calmed down. The charge nurse, the, the head of the entire floor came in she said, I was walking by and I had to come into your room. She walked in and she said, honey, what do you need? And she helped Karina and she got her, her head set up. She got her leg lifted. And 10 minutes later, she, my wife was my wife again, laughing and everything. And as we talked, that, that chargers came in and she, and she goes, are you guys Christians? And we said, yes. She goes, that explains it. And she just walks out. And, and later that night, there was a gal who kind of helped the family. She was a liaison. And we didn't know her very well. We had met her when we came in. And she goes, I just want to tell you that you have got angels all around you. That just was, that's a miracle. Yes. That is awesome. And I knew the story I think you've told to me before. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, I, true, I too believe 100% that miracles happen today. I've actually experienced them myself as well. Mm -hmm. uh, my wife and I went to Haiti a couple years ago, and uh, one of the children that we used to sponsor, we still visit her and see her when we're there. We don't no longer sponsor her, but we do uh, see her and try and help her. And That's fantastic. When we were there, her mother was uh, bedridden mm -hmm. with uh, what she told us was a stroke. And uh, she had been in bed for several days. I don't know how long uh, she was in bed, but she couldn't get up. She couldn't move. She would just stay in bed all day long. And uh, they didn't know what was going to happen to her. And so um, we went down, my wife and I went down to, uh, to visit and see what was going on. And we were uh, very intent to pray over her. And when we got there, we had an interpreter, a pastor interpreter with us. Uh, we, we saw her and she wasn't moving. She was not feeling well. And uh, um, she did have what, we, what was considered a stroke. And so we prayed over her. And, and at that time, I had fully expected God to heal her. I've read enough of the Bible. I've heard enough of the stories to know that God does heal. He does miraculous things. But the thing I know is that it is according to our faith a lot of times that he moves on our behalf. Mm. And as I said in, in the last episode, that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of people don't have faith or at least have weak faith. And they, and they don't believe maybe that God can do these things, which is why we're doing this episode today. When we prayed over her and we sang songs, we prayed intently, laid hands on her and prayed that she would get better. And as we left, all I had was a sense of peace. I didn't know uh, she didn't get up out of the bed and start dancing. Right. But uh, after we, we got home, we did 
receive a, 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 a email saying that she is fully recovered, a, a photo of her standing and smiling. Oh, so we know that the Lord had intervened on her behalf. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was headed one way and he did something to make her head a completely different way. Amen. And while we were there as well, another miracle happened where we were feeding children mm. and uh, um, we only had enough food for 50 children because that's how much that they allot at those times. But these are starving children that will not get fed if they do not get a meal such as this during their day. And so uh, that particular day we were in that village and when uh, Americans come to a Haitian village, a lot of people pour out and we had more children that showed up than we could handle. Mm -hmm. We only had enough food for 50 people and I think there were 130 children that Mm -hmm. showed up. That's more than twice as much. And so we just trusted God and prayed over the food. And we just began to hand out plates of food and we just kept on doing it and kept on doing it. And, um, we only had 50, uh, enough for 50 children and we were able to feed all of them barely just enough. Mm-hmm. God gave us just enough. As a matter of fact, um, uh, usually what happens is we feed the children and whatever's left over. Maybe there's could be a plate or two left over that we feed the servers, the, the mm-hmm. cookers. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this instance, uh, we only had enough in the cook. The cooks gave their their meal to the last couple of a couple of kids, right. and so we witnessed uh, the the multiplication miracle yes. that Jesus had done in the Bible with the loaves and fishes, and we saw that firsthand. And I know a lot of people might be able to see your experience and and maybe hear my experience and say, "Well, you know, maybe maybe you just gave them smaller portions of food, or maybe you know you thought you had more than fifty, more only for fifty, but you had more and you just didn't mm-hmm. account for. It. Maybe right. someone had another bucket that you didn't see in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the woman who was on the bed wasn't didn't have a stroke at all. She was just mm-hmm. faking it. Maybe she wanted money, or maybe she was just feeling uh, uh, sick, or maybe the interpreter interpreted it wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Corinna didn't have the issues or maybe the girl who walked in just walked in because mm-hmm. she just felt like it was a good thing to do. I just wanted to come in. Yeah. And so a lot of these things could be explained away by someone who is intent on explaining them away. And I think that the, that the Bible helps. I think this is the way that the Lord wants it to be because faith accompanies such things. And I've never seen like someone with a, a missing arm, just grow an arm back miraculously mm-hmm, or, right. or uh, some of the miracles that are in the Bible, like a blind man sing or the sun stopping in the sky or, uh, you know, marching around Jericho and the walls falling down. There's been nothing that visually extreme, but there've been things in my life that I've seen such as was mentioned just now, uh, that I know are miracles. Absolutely. Um, and so I do know, uh, mm-hmm. for a fact that God does, uh, perform miracles today. Absolutely. All right. So, um, is it important to believe in miracles and why would you say? Absolutely. Um, creation's a miracle. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, our redemption is a miracle, you know, just the, uh, a God who, who loves us and sends his son and, and willingly go, goes through creation and all of history knowing that his son would be sent here to die. That's a miracle. Mm-hmm. The salvation and redemption of our souls is a miracle. Um, it's the basis of our faith and the foundation uh, 
of our beliefs and our God, he is held by nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing is impossible Amen. for him. And to, to not believe in miracles, I believe to speak to what you're saying about that confidence that he's going to answer our prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, pray, uh, James says that don't be a double-minded man, mm-hmm. praying one thing, but in your heart, right. believing something else mm-hmm. and that speaks directly to um, praying and expecting absolutely miracles. absolutely that's very well put and i think that i agree i think that um we it really we really need to believe in miracles because if we because if we don't believe in miracles that challenges our faith absolutely i mean what are you praying for if you don't believe it's going to happen what, what are you praying for that isn't a miracle mm-hmm. uh, I, I mean i i know that there are people out there that really need god to move on their behalf And if you don't believe he can do it, if you don't believe that he will do it, if you don't believe that miracles happen today, then what are you praying for? Absolutely. Um, So it challenges our faith. And as believers, we can't afford to have that happen Mm -hmm. because faith is the foundation. As I mentioned before, and I continue to mention is that it says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. That is the number one thing. One of the, one of the biggest things that God wants from us Mm -hmm. is faith. And so we can't be without it. And by not believing in miracles, you're basically saying that God is either unable to do it, unwilling to do it. Yes. And by by putting those restrictions on God, by saying what God will and will not do as if you know, to me is a lack of faith. And I know that people oftentimes say it because they want to protect themselves so that maybe God will do it. But if I, if I don't believe in it, then I don't have to expect anything and I don't have to be let down. Absolutely. But we serve a big God. We serve a God who, as you said, and as the Bible attests, that anything is possible for. There is nothing too big for him. And when I pray, I was telling my wife one of the, uh, a few days ago that if anything were to happen to me or to her, and uh, oftentimes when something, some big calamity happens, the church people come together and pray. I would say, hey, don't come and pray if you're not expecting a miracle. Mm. I don't want you to pray that the that the doctors are gonna gonna find it and do well, or or gonna the operation's gonna go great and she's gonna have to lose an arm or whatever. No, I want you to pray in faith for complete healing. And if you're not willing to do that, I appreciate that your thoughts are with us, but please don't come and pray because when I go and what I'm gonna be doing is praying over my wife, my hands on her body and praying for a miraculous healing and believing for a miraculous healing because I know God can do it. Mm-hmm. And if we have people there with faith that's, that's weak and they don't believe it and you're not going to pray that way, then in my mind, thank you, but no thanks. Cause I want people there that are really going to be praying and like-minded believers, um, just going and, and praying to the Lord with the like-mindedness so that when we knock on his door and plead on behalf of, of, uh, of my wife, that he will move on our behalf. And, and it comes down to faith. Mm, absolutely. You know, it's, um, it's difficult as Americans to not want to pray for the staff and for, for them to be able to find what's going on and to treat and to comfort. But I'm, I've been guilty of this in the past. So, so often falling short of even think to ha- to pray for healing. Mm-hmm. To instead of pray for the best circumstances possible, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to realize that we have a God who's Almighty and all capable, and that can heal and does heal. Mm-hmm. I think of a little girl in our church who was born and had a test come back for cystic fibrosis, come back positive. Mm-hmm. The church prayed and she had it again, and they said, "Nope, nothing." Absolutely. And how often are those tests wrong? Not often. Mm-hmm. No, that was miraculous. Absolutely. And, and I think it's a real testament to. Um, our faith that we need to be people who expect that is something I appreciate about you and your wife. <laughs> so why do you, Andy, think that people are so skeptical? 
why would you, why would that even enter their minds? I mean, I know, let's talk about secular and believers. Why would you be skeptical? Well, I think secular, it starts basically with evolution. Evolution's a theory, but they take it as as fact, as Mm -hmm. truth. And that undermines all of creation, which is where you start to unravel the Bible. If, if you if you take creation out of the um, equation, the, the Bible, uh, you're, you're basically undermining redemption. And so for secular people, there are majority of them believe that creation or that evolution is the truth, that mm-hmm. we came from nothing, that mm-hmm. it's all happenstance. Mm-hmm. So when you have that kind of mindset... Um, there's no room for God in yeah. that. And so when things do happen, um, I think there's an extreme lack of hope in this world. Mm-hmm. And, and miracles breed hope. And people don't want to get hope, their hopes up, like you mentioned earlier. And I believe that um, the skeptics have a loud voice right now. They're the ones who are disproving everything. I think Bill Nye is a big part of that consistently attacking anything that would be considered miraculous Mm. and so people um don't think for themselves Mm -hmm. they don't think that it could be possible so there's an extreme skepticism yeah in the secular world um in christianity i think that um we like to put god in a box and i think that just we live in a society where we have google and if we don't see it it doesn't happen You know, and we're exposed to so much um, that we just don't believe. But I think it's lack of it not happening. It's a lack of us not listening. Um, You know, David Platt was telling a story about Southeast Asia, that there was an unreached people group and missionaries went in there and were speaking to this village and people were, were coming to Christ. And one of the village leaders died, was dead. And the missionaries went and prayed over this man. And the man sat up and coughed and came back mm-hmm. to life. And the whole village was just transformed. But how many people say, well, that he didn't really die. Right. He wasn't He wasn't right. tested by a doctor. You know, it might have only been 20 minutes. You know, we won't believe that. But we'll believe someone can be in cold water for a half hour or more and come back to life. Sure, no problem. Mm-hmm. Well, that's miraculous. Mm-hmm. The, the resurrection of Christ itself is a miracle mm-hmm. apart from that our, our entire faith and the foundation of christianity is gone yeah so i think that for christians it's just a, a lack of wanting to believe of, mm-hmm. of just putting making god smaller than he is I, I i agree with you and i i agree uh when you're talking about the secular world that i think their skepticism comes from lack of proof and even I, no. I like what you said yeah, about uh, about the creation versus evolution because mm. their proof is uh, people who have degrees saying it's so mm-hmm. uh, that yeah. this is the way it happened. And I I've seen enough videos to know that uh, a lot of the believers in evolution hang their faith on the knowledge of 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 scientists mm. who um, are human and uh are fallible absolutely and no one was there and and we can discuss that (laughs) maybe in another episode but the idea that the skepticism can come from the lack of proof and we are a people who want proof who want to know i can't see with my own eyes it's not real absolutely and so i think that uh and besides we we are uh, a fallen people that really do con people a lot of times and we lie a lot Mm. and uh in the news we see a lot of lies 
And uh, so it's kind of like, you know, what, I can't believe, what am I supposed to believe? I don't believe you. How, I don't believe anything I see anymore unless, unless you have to prove it to me. You have to beat it into me. I have to see it with my own eyes. I have to touch with my own hands or it's not true. Yeah. And so I think the secular society doesn't have faith because, first off, they, they may not believe in God or even a God or even a higher power. Some may. But uh, to believe, and as we said in one of the other earlier episodes, is that, you know, why are bad, if bad things are happening, then either God can't do it or he won't do it. And so they begin to use human reasoning to try and uh, figure out uh, why things happen and, and uh, ignoring the sovereignty and even the power of our God. But I think as far as Christians are concerned, I think that they just don't have the faith. Mm. I think that uh, it comes down to we just don't believe mm -hmm. uh, that it can happen, that it was in the Bible times. And if it hasn't happened to me, I mean, I may have prayed before and it didn't happen. That means it can't happen. And I think that that happens not only with uh, uh, miracles, but with a lot of miraculous things like uh, uh, the gifts of the spirit and the things, a lot of the things the Bible talks about that people say, oh, it can't exist today. Mm -hmm. I don't see it. But I think that, uh, like you said, they put God in a box. But I think a lot of times we still rely so much on our flesh, on what we can see and what we can, can feel just because we are humans. And yes. it's hard to, to try and have that kind of faith. But I think that believers all have levels of faith in our walk. Um, some people might have very, very strong faith and we consider them mature Christians and some may have weak faith. Uh, and then there's everything in between. But God is calling us to be faithful believers. And if we're praying to him with lack of faith or with a minimal faith, mm -hmm. then we're really in trouble because Jesus, even when he was healing people, he said, according to your faith, may it be done to you. Now, if those people, they were all healed, but what if they didn't have mm, the faith? That's a great example. Then yes. they wouldn't be healed. Mm, absolutely. So I think that we as believers are called to have faith and faith is so big with our Lord. Because he says, without faith is impossible to please God. Everything hinges on faith. Mm -hmm. And so I think that we are a nation, we are a world today, as you said, Google and all the other things that happen. And we put our, our faith in technology and what we can see. Mm -hmm. We ignore the fact that God is what he says he is. And we don't trust him when we pray to him. So I've heard people pray for things that are you can wrap your mind around. Mm -hmm. You know, like I said, the... I, I want to pray that, uh, that the doctors do a good job and that uh, that the medicine works instead of praying for the miraculous, Absolutely. that uh, the, the, that he is totally healed, mm -hmm. that uh, all these crazy things that we know uh, that the Bible has attested that have happened before. Mm -hmm. um, but we, for some reason, don't believe they can happen now. So that's just uh, it's unfortunate. But I think that as, we as believers should be called and, and, and uh, 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 encouraged to have our faith deepened. Yes. And uh, one way to do that is by reading the word and by reading and understanding what he, and rem, being reminded of what God has done. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So as far as the Bible is concerned, besides the Bible, is there any proof, would you say, that miracles happen today besides our, our accounts? Are there any other, is there any proof out there besides what, what we have experienced uh, that secular people might be able to hang on to or even believers who are watching the show? I think that there is. I think a big one in the news right now is Israel. Okay. I think that a lot of people don't give Israel enough credit for the miracle that it is that a, a group of people, a small people group, of which there have been many much larger people groups that have disappeared from history uh, after thousands of years in exile, have a country and we're giving this country back. Mm -hmm. And that Israel even exists today is a miracle. 
and celebrating the 70th anniversary is a miracle because their their enemy is right at their door they are literally surrounded and yet they continue to expand hmm. and to the chagrin of the entire world hmm. um, i also you see uh news stories every now and then of uh, bibles that survive fires you know and the ones that really get me are like the car fires so one thing i know about car fires is they are very hot and that they melt the the steel and that's, that's thousands of degrees of temperature and they burn for a long time and these bibles bibles we all know don't have thick pages <laughs> you know they burn pretty quick i remember hearing one story of a guy who proselytized and he got a guy to read the bible because he said before you use the page to smoke your cigarettes you need to read it <laughs> but these bibles they survive these the intense heat of these car fires and even in the wildfires of california last year People were finding their Bibles, mm -hmm. you know, and, and he went so far as to um, be open to certain passages that would talk about God's judgment or the, or the fire. You know, I, it's just amazing mm -hmm. to me that those those are miracles that people can't disprove. Yeah. But then you hear the miracles of healings. Mm -hmm. you, you hear the miracles of people who were destitute and had nothing and, and that just somebody felt called to, to help them. Mm -hmm. It's... Um, just amazing to to see and for me one of the biggest miracles is the fact that the bible still exists mm -hmm. i had a friend go to the, the bible museum in washington dc and he said that he you can't fully appreciate the persecution that the word has gone through mm -hmm. i mean time after time they've tried to completely erase it mm -hmm. and yet it is the most widely printed book yeah right now and it's just a, a testament to the word that's a miracle Absolutely. Well, I, I agree too. And I think that um, uh, I actually have seen um, and have heard several other uh, accounts of miracles in people's mm -hmm. lives, not just our own. And one of the ones, and I, there are plenty, there are several. I just want to point out one that I, that I, saw, that I saw. This is an example of, of, of the myriad of other uh, um, miracles that are happening out there. But there was a, uh, a bus driver who got shot in the mm. chest twice. Yep. And yet the he 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 was barely scratched and what and why and that's because that he had a Bible in his pocket <laughs> it was the Bible that protected him, and people could say oh well that's just happenstance but it's the Bible that protected him it was a, a to me it was a miracle um, that I I would not discount absolutely but I know that there are skeptics who may but there are several stories and I hear them uh, when I watch other videos and I've, I've seen things and maybe it's because I'm more attuned to the idea uh you know when you're when you're thinking about something you see a lot of it you know uh so i don't know so i i just think that there is proof out there but it takes faith to believe in, mm -hmm. in even the proof it's like uh, it's just really tough to to try and crack the nut of unbelievers but um i believe there's proof out there it's just w w whether people are willing to believe that proof or not absolutely well, uh, when we come back, we'll turn our attention to what the Bible says about miracles then and now. And if miracles happen today, what does that say about our God? So stay with us. If you'd like to let us know your thoughts about this episode, feel free to drop us an email at writecmv at hotmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Want to watch episodes of Christian music videos online? Visit the CMV Mobile YouTube channel and catch full episodes featuring independent Christian artists. Every month, one new episode from the television series is added to the channel. Now, you can watch CMV anytime on your mobile device, computer, and even your television 
using a web-enabled device like the Apple TV. Just go to ktfproductions.com and find the CMV mobile link on the Christian Music video page. You can also subscribe to the channel if you want to be updated when a new episode is added. CMV Mobile. Watch anytime, anywhere. Allow yourself to be challenged and encouraged toward a deeper relationship with Christ through Lord of My Life Bible devotions. For the print version, you can read online or subscribe and have them emailed to you as they are posted. And for the audio version, you can listen online or subscribe to the audio podcast and receive episodes as they are released. The Lord of My Life Bible Devotions. Find them at ktfproductions.com. Today, Andy and I are talking about miracles. Do miracles happen today? Well, as we've discovered in the first part of the show, many Americans, even some believers, question whether miracles take place today. But in this segment, we'll discuss what the Bible has to say about miracles then and now. So Andy, let's talk about what the Bible has to say about miracles. There are several miracles in the Bible, and even the Bible talks about, uh, alludes to miracles even happening today. Have you, what have you found? And uh, uh, are, do you have any verses or anything that you can point out that the Bible supports the idea of miracles happening then and now? Absolutely. Uh, I believe that, you know, God reveals himself and prepares us for service and delivers his people through miracles. You know, I think about Pentecost. Okay. And the Holy Spirit coming down and the, the apostles all preaching in, in different tongues and Peter getting up and giving that sermon and drawing 3,000 in that day. Oh, that's a miracle. Mm-hmm. Um, think about, you know, like God does miracles in response to prayer and freeing Peter uh, from prison. You know, mm-hmm. He was in jails with guards sleeping next to him and he just walked right out. Uh, God does miracles because he loves us and that he sends angels. Mm-hmm. Um, Christ's birth is a great example of that. The angels appeared to the shepherds. And I always think, you know, in, in those times, shepherds were the bottom rung. You know, they were, they were pretty shunned because of what they did, and that's who the angels appeared to. Mm-hmm. And uh, God does miracles for his good pleasure. Creation's a great example of that. Mm-hmm. It pleased him to create. That was his... That was what pleased him, and, and the pinnacle of that being the creation of man. Let us make him in our image. Which begs the question, I mean, if those happen, if that happened in the Bible, you know, why wouldn't it happen today? I mean, why would people mm. be, begin to wonder, you know, if God can do it then, why do people not believe that he could do it now would be my question. Do you have any, well, I ha- actually have a, uh, a portion of scripture that talks about why miracles happen today. And it was actually in uh, uh, Mark chapter 16, verse 17 and 18, which says, And these signs will accompany those who believe. Mm. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. They will drink deadly poison, and it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people, and they will get well. So that, to me, is talking about uh, those of us who believe Mm -hmm. uh, that these kind of things can happen through our lives, through the power of the Holy Spirit, of course, not us, mm-hmm. but um, that they can exist even now today. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. Um, I think that, you know, you, you see that also biblically, like in Paul's journey with the snake biting him and everything else, but you can see that a lot today. I remember uh, hearing a story of a, uh, a Russian soldier who was a believer in Christ, and he was standing out in the cold 
uh, just in a pair of shorts, and he was just praying to the Lord to keep him. And I mean, that's not Michigan winter, and mm-hmm. that's not Southern winters. That is Siberian winter, and he was out there for hours and survived, and without any frostbite. You know, so I think that that definitely uh, attests that today, and the 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 equipping of the Holy Spirit, and that really goes through gifts too. The the miracle that the Lord gives us through our gifts mm-hmm. of healing and everything else. The body of Christ proclaiming His name. The the kingdom continues to expand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think we covered this, but uh, um, why is believing in miracles that they exist today? Why is that important? Is there anything else to say about that that we might have might have missed? Well, I have a, a Charles Spurgeon quote, and I I do enjoy Charles Spurgeon. Um, okay. The greatest, strongest, mightiest pleas for the Church of God in the world is the existence of the Spirit of God in its midst. And the works of the Spirit of God are the true evidences of Christianity. They say miracles are withdrawn, but the Holy Spirit is standing miracles of the Church of God today. Um, I think that's a big part of it. The the Church, everyone says the Church has lost its authority and lost its power, and that uh, you know secularism is, is increasing and atheism is increasing, increasing. But the key to that is, I believe, that faith that you spoke so much of previously and earlier is that the faith that the Lord is no less powerful and that he works through today and that the spirit is constantly, constantly working in the mm-hmm. hearts of, of unbelievers. You know, when people hear the word, they know their spirit inside of them knows that's the word of their creator and the miracle of, of a conversion of any sinner's heart and just the work and the building of the church and the work of the church today that the Bible says that we are holding off the darkness mm-hmm. that, and one day that will be removed. Yeah. And that the darkness will just spread. I think that we also have to remember what it says in uh, Hebrews 11. 1. Mm-hmm. Now faith is confidence and what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. When we talk about faith, when we talk about miracles, when we talk about what God can and cannot do, we need to remember that it all comes down to believing in something that we can't see. Yes. And I think that... Uh, Humanity, as we mentioned before, wants to be able to see things. They want to have that assurance. But it's hope. The hope is is that God will do what we want them to do, him to do. We're hoping. We're praying. Just like a child might ask his, their father for something that they need. They hope for it. It's not guaranteed. They're hoping that their father will, will agree with them and, and do um, uh, what they want on their behalf. Mm-hmm. And when we pray to God, we have to have that hope. But we also have to have faith that he is able and willing and will treat us like a father, a good father might treat yes. a child. And so when we pray to God, we have to have that faith to know that he is able. And also, I like, like I said, what it says, uh, assurance of what we do not see. Mm-hmm. So we don't see God. We don't see these things. But it is a believer's um, calling to have faith. That is what we have to have. And so I think that um, we just need to continue to cultivate that, continue to remember what God has done uh, for those of us who have been blessed and have seen miracles and have had God do things in our lives and use that to help us to have faith that he can and will do it again. And as we pray, like Jesus says, uh, according to your faith, may it be done to you. Remember that a lot of it hinges on our belief, on our level of faith. And if we have little to no faith, then how can we even believe that God will do something on our behalf? 
Absolutely, walking in that expectation too that it will act. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of people uh, speak to faith, they put a, a lack of an answer right now as a no. Yeah. When it might just be a maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, no, no prayer is left unanswered. Or maybe even a later. Absolutely. So if miracles do happen today, what does that say about our God? Well, um, I think that God performs miracles. He, do- he doesn't do it in a reaction to history but that he is very involved in the progression of history. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, ultimately, I think the reason that history is called history is because it's his story. Okay. It's the Lord's story. And we have to remember that it has, has not reached completion yet. Um, also, it's the Lord's delight for, to, to perform miracles. And, um, you know, Jesus, very often when he, you know, cast out demons, he would say, don't tell anybody about mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that wasn't, he didn't want his fame to spread for his miracles because we're finite. So we're always looking for the next thing. Mm-hmm. It's not what you've done for us. It's what you're doing mm-hmm. for us. And the Lord doesn't depend on those miracles to build our faith. That means that he doesn't need miracle to perform miracles for us to be, to, to be worthy of our faith, to be worthy of our belief and, and praise the Lord for the spirit that opens our eyes to his truth. Um, I don't think that miracles cause faith, but I think that the Lord uses miracles to build and to increase faith mm-hmm. and strengthen faith. I know that, you know, it was really a silly instance, but uh, we were swimming in Lake Michigan, digging my hands in the sand and lost my wedding ring. Now, I've, lost, I've known a handful of people that lost their wedding rings in Lake Michigan. You don't get them out back. You know, Lake Michigan eats that wedding ring. <laughs> but I was, I was heart sick. That was the the ring my wife had given me, and um, I prayed and prayed and looked and couldn't find it. And my wife's like, "Come have lunch." So we went and ate lunch, and I was playing with my daughter, and um, I had her goggles on, and I was looking, and I finally just kind of got sidetracked and played, and I was like, "I'm not going to find it." So I started working my way in, and I put the goggles on, and the Lord said, "Just look one more time." And I looked, and the sun was shining in the water, and right on top of a rock was sitting my ring. You know, that was insignificant to most people. But to me, that's a moment that I look back to continually mm-hmm. to know that the Lord is watching and the Lord cares. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not something that I hold on to as my, you know, mountaintop experience. Sure. But it's a reminder that he, he does intervene and that he, he cares about the little things. Mm-hmm. And he used that to strengthen my faith. Mm-hmm. Well, I look at it where God, um, how he works with us today. I mean, I, the question was... Um, if miracles still happen today, what does that say about our God? Mm-hmm. And to me, it says that he is involved in our lives. Yep, absolutely. He's not a God that's far away and doesn't care mm-hmm. and just, uh, you know, is reactive. We, we serve a God who cares about us, who intervenes on our behalf, who changes our situation because we cry out to him. And oftentimes in the Bible, like he would, God would have a course in mind. And maybe Moses or someone might pray and say, well, Lord, even Abraham, you know, the sake of, for the sake of 10, can you, you know, Mm -hmm. um, would you consider not doing that? (laughs) And, uh, you know, at times God could be influenced. Yep. And so he relates to us. He knows what's going on in our lives. He cares about what's going on in our lives. And the fact that miracles happen today proves to me that he is still involved in our lives. He's not far away. He's not someone who's forgotten about us. He's not someone who we pray to and our, and our prayers just fall back down to the, to the ground. Mm-hmm. He is one who hears us. And when we see his hand at work in the form of a miracle, 
that that helps us to remember that our God is a God who is close and not far away, a God who will intervene on our behalf, who will move mountains for us if, 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 we, if we have the faith for that to happen. And that, to me, is incredibly encouraging. Absolutely. As you were speaking, I was thinking of Hagar after she had been pushed out of the camp and she and Ishmael were in the desert and she sent Ishmael over to die and was just you know, so sad thinking that she was going to watch her son die. And mm-hmm. then the Lord came through and opened up with her eyes to some water and she called the Lord the God that sees me. And mm-hmm. I remember reading that and just hit me very powerful that the Lord sees us, that we, he is not a distant God, right. that he is very close to those that he loves and I call his name. And I hope that those who are watching and listening uh, will rem- will take this to heart, and hopefully, um, it will help you to to have that faith, mm-hmm. to bolster your faith, mm-hmm. to remember. Um, so, I guess the last question is, uh, what are some of the takeaways to help us become more hardcore in our faith? Uh, the takeaway I think that I've been hearing a lot is uh, faith and expectation having mm-hmm. that expectation that the Lord is still working, uh, that the world just is not in some crazy trajectory, mm-hmm. that everything that you see on the news is just out of control and that nobody knows what's going to happen. Uh, the Lord's in control. Mm-hmm. He, he raises up leaders and, and brings down nations. Uh, second thing is to live in the expectation that he is going, he's acting in your life and in the life of people around you and that the heart of every uh, person that's turned to Christ, is that's a miracle. Mm-hmm. It's a miracle of the salvation. It's a miracle that we are saved from uh, eternal damnation. And it's a miracle that we uh, can experience everlasting life with him. And I uh, appreciate your uh, view that it's just a loving God that is with us. Um, when you were speaking that, that was really just a profound moment for me. And just mm-hmm. realizing that uh, in the lives of so many people, you can Google miracle and You'll hear all sorts of stories of people that uh, can testify the Lord acting in their life. Mm-hmm. Well, I look at it, and I think uh, one of the things we can take away is that I think that the level of belief equals the level of our faith. And mm-hmm. I wanted to read, I mean, I wrote this, but I don't want to get it wrong. <laughs> I, I had written down, uh, we have to believe that he still performs miracles for miracles to be performed in our life. Wow, that's so, a good quote. If you don't, I know I, I kind of, I, I coined that, that's mine. No. So if you don't believe that miracles can happen, they will not happen in your life. Right. And I think that uh, believers need to believe. You hear about prayer warriors. You hear about uh, prayer chains. And uh, what, when something happens in someone's life, they want, they want to have someone of importance pray for them, someone who's super close to God. Oh, yeah. But the thing is that anyone can be close to God. And the reason why we, we call on those people to pray for us is because in our minds, we're thinking that their faith is greater than our faith and that they have this special connection with the Lord and the Lord's going to hear them. That He might not hear us, but he'll hear them. But I think that we all need to remember that we serve a God who loves us and who hears us and who wants to, to, to move on our behalf. And it does matter about our walk and it does matter about our faith. But we have to believe if we don't have the faith, that's, that's the, the door's closed. Absolutely. I mean, that's the first step. You have to have that. So I would encourage anyone out there who might be wondering, you know, does God answer prayer? Is he, does he do miracles anymore? I would encourage you to remember what we said in this program, to remember what it said, what, what it says in the word. Um, God still does miracles today. Amen. So, well, thank you for spending the time, some time with us and exploring this question. Do miracles happen today?
Be sure to join us next time as we attempt to tackle the question, is homosexuality a sin? Hope to see you then. If you'd like to let us know your thoughts about this episode, feel free to drop us an email at writecmv at hotmail.com to leave us a comment. That's W-R-I-T-E-C-M-V at hotmail.com. We'd love to hear from you.